The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Most alien stories or abduction stories aren't believed, typically because there are no witnesses. But in the Kelly Cahill alien abduction, there were many witnesses. You're listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by co-host and producer, Eddie V. Hey there, listeners. In this episode, keep in mind that this story comes from Australia. And the coldest months of the year are June, July, and August. Oh, yes. A different climate during those months where yes, indeed. it's hot for us. And this is episode 21, The Alien Abduction of Kelly Cahill. On a frigid winter evening, August 7th, 1993, to be exact, Kelly Cahill and her husband, at that time, Andrew, were driving to a friend's home on Belgrave Hallam Road in Narwarren. It's a suburb of Melbourne, Australia, roughly 23 miles southeast of Melbourne's central business district. As they were driving, Miss Cahill saw a row of orange circular lights inside a paddock, a strange sight to see. Yeah. To be clear, a paddock is a, by definition, a small field or enclosure where horses are kept or exercised. I've seen variations of the story where people call it a ravine, but it's more of a flat land. So, yeah. While she thought this was an odd sight, she laughed it off after arriving at their friend's home. Though, on their way home that same evening, near midnight, they drove down the same road. Kelly and her husband Andrew saw the same lights, and they appeared to be hanging above the road this time. Kelly could see that the orange lights were not lights at all, but windows. In the windows, there appeared figures standing in them. Then suddenly, the object flew off at a high rate of speed. But as they drove, they came across this object again in another paddock on the side of the road. This would be the last thing Kelly remembers. Her memory went blank after seeing the object in the paddock the last time. During her memory loss, the couple's car had continued to travel several hundred meters. Neither remember this portion of the drive. In the time that followed this encounter, Kelly would find strange marks all over her body. She also found a triangular shape below her belly button and other strange markings on her body. She went on to be hospitalized a few times for severe stomach pains and uterine infections. At night, she would receive visits from tall figures in black hoods. She would describe them as having red glowing eyes. With the missing time being key to what may have been happening, Kelly tried hypnosis to unlock these memories. 
During hypnosis, she discovered that her husband had stopped the car, pulled over, and got out as they wanted to get a better look. As they stared at the site, another car parked behind them. A tall, thin being appeared in front of the UFO, and Kelly describes hearing its thoughts, which were, Let's kill them. As moments passed, more beings appeared, and it felt like they sent an energy force towards her and her husband. It knocked her to the ground, and she began to scream to her husband. They've got no souls. They're evil. They're going to kill us. After the incident, Kelly reached out to the UFO Investigation Center, particularly the Sydney-based researcher Bill Chalker. Chalker felt that this case would require some investigation and begin alerting other agencies the Phenomena Research Australia, or also known as the PRA, a Melbourne group of paranormal investigators. And over time, Kelly was interviewed by John Achettel, and forgive me, I'm probably murdering that name. He was the director of the PRA. Their goal was to find the second vehicle, so they placed an ad in the local newspaper. The ad got the response they desired. The individuals from the second car told the exact same story as Kelly and her husband, but they claimed to have been strapped to a table inside the craft and examined by those beings. The PRA determined that both women had the same strange triangular markings below their belly button area as well as many other similar marks. In 1996, the media fully exposed the story, and Kelly was swept up by a media whirlwind. She appeared on The Current Affairs Show and The Today Tonight Show, and her story ran in major newspapers and magazines. Kelly went on to publish a book on the incident titled Encounter. By 1998, Kelly Carhill had disappeared from the UFO scene and the media. The witnesses and her husband at the time corroborated her story and the UFO experts believed her case was legitimate. But there's been nothing further from this case. I suppose we leave it to the realms of the unexplained. Man, these stories keep getting more and more strange. If there weren't witnesses, I'd probably say, I want some of what she's smoking. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Though I am more of a believer of most of these stories. I mean, they're all really similar. Seemingly, this is what aliens come to do. Experiment uh, or apparently. learn about us by abducting us and doing strange things to us. Well, that triangular mark on Kelly's belly and I guess the other one, other woman, I don't think I've ever heard of that detail before in other cases. So. I, I thought a lot about that. And I noticed in a lot of other alien abduction stories, there's always some kind of mark. It made me wonder 
if there's like different factions or, or cultures of well, aliens I'm sure or there something. Are. It's a big and universe. So when they come and they experiment, they're like, oh, let's go experiment on a human. They leave their calling card. Uh huh. Yeah. That's just always a thought. It's like a gang sign tagged on. Yeah, the wall. we have gangster aliens <laughs> in the universe. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, though, though there are some stories that that make it just ruins it for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, like the show we did, season one, episode seventeen, the Kendaya Mackie abduction. Yeah. That they determined was an actual hoax. So, you know. Yeah, that plus I recall other cases that can be called into question because let's face it, some people are attention whores Mm -hmm. and some will quite literally do anything for an attention fix. Um, I don't know though, I'm still stuck on the whole gangster alien thing. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if they drink like some kind of intergalactic OE. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, let's find some of that alien brew and drink it. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of thirsty. Yeah. If you're new... You can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios. Bang, bang, motherfuckers! Yeah, like gangster aliens, yeah.